Good morning and afternoon, Peanuts and Cracker Jacks. My friends over here at Leading Off. It is your dear friend. Your dear friend who's not going to talk about you-know-who today. Chris Welsh, of course, on the host seat as Joe will be back with us again tomorrow. And joining me today is our dear friend, KC Bubba Bediantric on Twitter in the house. Bubba, what is up, my friend? Not much, man. Thanks for having me today. Talk a little baseball with my friendo here, Chris Welsh. And, uh, you know, I'll do my best to impersonate Joe Pisapia, but no one can do that. Well, you can take your hat. If you take your hat off, I think. Yeah, we got half. We're halfway there. Halfway there. You know what? I got to tell you, I think you don't have to do it, of course, but if your hat was off, I think everyone would feel a little bit more comfortable that there's a bald guy, not a balding guy like me, but a bald guy. Yeah, no, no, we're going to keep it that way. I don't have the Harry Potter, you know, stuff going on like Joe does, but uh, we'll, we'll, we'll stick to, we'll stick to baseball today. We've got lots to talk about. Uh, Everything to talk about, of course, except a certain you-know-who who went 0 for 2 with a strikeout and a couple walks, no hits yesterday. We're not going to talk about that guy today, of course, who didn't do anything that was in the home run call. But we did get somebody that took advantage of the double rookie home run call yesterday. We've got lots of fun things. We actually have a very cool back-to-back trivia in this day uh, in baseball history. And we're going to look at some props, which I actually think... It's a very difficult day to really lock down on props where yesterday there was so much to choose from uh, from top to bottom and great pitchers going and there's a lot to go with. But how about let's jump right into the show, Bubba, and look at number one, Shohei Otani yesterday, who was one of our three picks on the prop sheet. We were two for one, uh, two for three yesterday. Shohei Otani fanned 11 batters in a victory over the White Sox. And let me ask you this. I don't want to beat this over the head or anything since we've talked about it so much over the last couple of weeks, but Shohei Otani's MVP odds have now dropped to 250. Joe and I were on here when it was, what was it, 500? We were telling you, bet, 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 bet. It went down, came down to 400. We thought it would go down to 400 after the big 13 strikeout performance. It went down into the three days. We're now down to 250. Bubba, your take on the Aaron Judge versus Otani MVP award race that's going on right now. Oh, it's Otani's uh, award to lose doing what he's doing. And it's just not fair to pretty much anybody else because Aaron Judge has been amazing. There's no sugarcoating that. Do you but, still, you feel that way also knowing J- Judge is minus money? I mean, he's been minus yeah. money for over a week. You still hold to that? I still hold to that. As long as he's pitching and hitting the way he is, it's great. Now, to be careful, in his last at-bat last night, he tweaked his back, it looks like. So that's something to watch with Otani because he had a couple swings. He was grimacing a lot. So that could affect things big time. But for me, as long as he's pitching and hitting and he's just a clear cut favorite, they might have to just create a separate award. So people like judge can get the rightful MVP. They, he deserves, it just won't happen. Well, you know, there's a couple things in here too. Uh, Mayor just jumped in and he's proving a great point. He goes Devers for MVP, but wonky, you bring up a great point. I think that is all across the board. The books are going to make a freaking killing. That guy, Vol- Voldemort Cruz, who we don't talk about, uh, the rookie of the year in the NL is hysterically stupid. Uh, the AL is hysterically stupid in a different way. Uh, rookie of the year award winning uh, bets, if you want to do, because it's it's an open race. I mean, Julio looks amazing, but Bobby Witt's coming back. All the races are open right now. Yep. The wonky's right. The books are going to make an absolute killing across the board on all of these bets but i just find it interesting uh after another double digit strikeout performance atani has been amazing and we are teetering down into only two and a half on your money where it was like 10 days ago it was five to one on the money and judge is incredible 
But this race continues on, and obviously we'll continue talking about it. This was an awesome story, especially for someone like me who's followed prospects and everything like that over time. Mark Appel made his debut. We talked about it a couple days ago because Appel obviously got the call-up, which was like a super special moment. Uh, you guys know the story. Like Appel was drafted, went back, drafted number one overall, ahead of Chris Bryant, played with the Astros for a bit, retired. I believe it was four years, made a comeback. And he made his major league debut last night, having a nice, clean ninth inning, if I remember correctly. I believe he yeah, got his strikeout. Uh, one, one single. Oh, is it a single? Okay, yeah. close to clean. But uh, very whippy, uh, very very different than what I remember him being. But obviously, he's uh, you know he's just kind of changed his trajectory. And Bubba, 2013, he goes back. And we actually did a, a trivia question I think it was on Monday where in that same draft, because everybody talked about, you know, hey, Chris Bryant was the pick after Mark Appel. Aaron Judge was the 32nd pick in that draft as well. So you've got the MVP that's floating around there, Tim Anderson as well. Mark Appel in his career almost put up 500 career innings pitched, and the guy hadn't pitched um, from 2018 to 2020. He did, those years he didn't pitch. Almost 500 innings, had a 5 ERA. 5.01 ERA in his minor league career. This year, though, in AAA, a 1.69 ERA with five wins in 19 games pitched, uh, only in relief. There's nothing fantasy relevant of it, but pretty cool to see Mark Capel actually out there. I think the oldest uh, first overall pick to ever make his debut. Yeah, it was great to watch. I was actually watching it live on MLB Network, and um, it was cool watching him. When he struck out Duvall, he smiled and kind of looked around like he's taking it all in. And so I'm in the dugout afterwards. Hoskins and guys were like high-fiving him and giving him hugs. It was it yeah. was fun to see him finally get his, like you said. So it, it was a great baseball story. Yeah, no fantasy relevance right now, but good to see. Mark Appel is probably like one of those like really great teammates to have in the minor leagues because like he could he could offshoot as most of those guys' dad. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, hey, old enough to do any of the stuff he's got to do. It's the oldest rookie. Uh, it's very cool. I don't know where the career fully goes with him, though. I will say, like you said, looked a little bit whippy on the mound. Uh, looked a little bit deceptive. Might, there might be something in there. They there need a closer. Their bullpen's a mess. So <laughs> well, there, there's, there's an opening. And uh, Mayor, oh, <laughs> probably go. close for the Red Sox right now. <laughs> yeah. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe we'll see a career. Maybe we'll actually see a career out of it. Cool. Um, Brian Reynolds, three dingers. Drives in six and a win over the Nats, probably at least, you know, for many of the haters in the chat here, not the pirate player they wanted to see hit three homers yesterday, but Brian Reynolds did it. Rowdy Telez, your twin, Bubba, Rowdy Telez, right? Goes deep twice in a win over the Rays. What do you think is more relevant? Uh, Rowdy Telez is your twin or Alejandro Kirk as Bogman's son? What do you think is, what do you think <laughs> well, is more accurate? I'd say uh, Alejandro Kirk is Bogman's son. I think that's very, very accurate. To be fair, I've also been yeah. compared to Dan Vogelbach, so we got that going for oh. me too. Um, but, they're being uh, lazy now. They're, yeah. that, they're just that's too lazy. easy. That's too easy. Yeah. yeah, I'd say Kirk Kirk for Boggs for sure. Well, at least I'm not – at least you're not fat John Lackey, so that's where I'm sitting at right now. <laughs> <laughs> Those are my John Lackey one. And people don't even say fat John Lackey, but let's be honest. You know, He's lost a decent amount of weight. I'd have to like really get it in to be John Lackey-like, so <laughs> – Still not really happy about it, Bubba. Uh, Justin Verlander becomes the first pitcher to 10 wins. I think his brother was tweeting this out as well. I mean, the guy coming off a, you know, double Tommy John, the big deal. Scherzer, this is a big one. Scherzer throws 80 pitches in the uh, rehab start. 
dealing with the oblique injury, and this aligns him up if they want on Sunday. Rest of season, Bubba, your comfortability with Max Scherzer moving forward, because I saw a trade offer. Someone sent me a trade offer that came in that I'm going to ask you about, but are you full go, full steam go on Max Scherzer rest of the year? Or with this oblique injury and the injury stuff overall, is that going to linger in your mind about how he's valued rest of the season? Yeah, he's a full go for me. Like We knew going into the season he was banged up. We've seen this from time to time with him getting back injuries and other things. But when he's out there, he's good to go. He's going to pitch if he can. They're not going to baby him. So the fact he threw 80 pitches uh, yesterday is big. And once they they put him back on the mound, I'm a full go with Max Scherzer. He's not one of those kind of soft guys like others. He, he's good to go. Okay. Oh, and Larry just confirmed. I didn't even see this. Scherzer scheduled for Monday. So oh, beautiful. Two Not starts next Sunday week. That's <laughs> just going to get everybody riled even up. Right? Even better. Pre, uh, Pre-All-Star game. Okay. So somebody sent me, uh, um, you know, not a request, but they just wanted to know what I thought about this trade. Uh, pretty good in pitching. Guy had Shane McClanahan, had a couple other good arms. Like I would call it a serviceable staff if Scherzer's not on there. Needed some hitting. And he said, my Scherzer for Manny Machado who Manny Machado has gone, I think, seven straight games with not playing. They just decided we're not going to even put him on the IL, though he was an MVP candidate. And I believe he still owns, let me take a look here, the third highest NL MVP odds right now after Paul Goldschmidt, who's minus money. And by the way, Pete Alonzo is second, but at 550. Would you move, do you think it's fair, and would you move your Scherzer to acquire Manny Machado? If you need offensive help, I think it's quite fair. I think it's very, very fair. Now, Machado was running before this injury. This seems like a pretty bad ankle injury, so he might not be running anymore. But uh, if you need offense, I'm good with that. I I think it's fair because both guys have their risk involved. Yeah, and if you're not worried, if you're sitting in a space where you're just like, I'm not really worried about any of the injury stuff or anything coming back on Max Scherzer, then, you know, who cares? Uh, by the way, hat tip to him. He fed the entire clubhouse. At the, yeah, they didn't they, say what he bought, though, yeah. but I'm assuming it's like... He said they ate good, and then one of the players that was playing on their quote tweet said, we ate very good. <laughs> oh, so maybe, oh, maybe he went to a little steakhouse. Maybe yeah, they said he was very nice to them. Yeah, sure. Scherzer's a good dude. He's a yes. he's a great guy. I I got to Bogman and I met him when he was a Diamondback, and I don't even think he had made his major league. I've told this story, major, major league debut, and I had this like card uh, when he was with Visalia. It was like the high A affiliate of the Diamondbacks, and you know I didn't know anything about them, and we were there, and you know Bogman's talking to uh, Augie Ojeda. If you remember Augie Ojeda, five foot five Augie Ojeda, oh, they and I got eye to eye. That's good. Yeah, exactly. They were <laughs> eye to eye, and I gave Max the card, and he was like enamored with it. He's like, "This is the coolest," because it wasn't like the normal big card. It was just a minor league card, and he loved it. And I don't know. There's always been something about Max. I absolutely love that dude. Love, love Max. Uh, scary moment yesterday. Jordan Alvarez, Jeremy. Pena collided into each other but the good news is theoretical good news is it's just a concussion it looks like they're both being evaluated for uh, concussions uh after the collision but Jordan Alvarez was carted off I, I don't recall a guy being carted off in a concussion standpoint but that must have been really nasty and really bad it was a scary moment yesterday Bubba yeah, it was pretty gnarly uh, to, to see it all come down. Like you said, a guy gets carted off. Usually not a great thing. Not not good, Bob. But maybe it's like he's the size of an O-lineman, so they can't really help him off the field. So it's like, yeah. hey, let's throw him on a cart. I get it. I understand. I relate. But, um, yeah, it was not looking good, but all reports are pointing to good things. Maybe miss a game or two. But uh, big Jordan. And someone mentioned it in the chat that we're not even talking about him for MVP, and he deserves it. Like, he's been a beast. Yeah. 
So uh, uh, actually, yeah. Bogman and I on ITL, which is dropping today, um, we were looking. I, I think this is still relevant. It could have changed a tiny bit, of course, over a day. But there are seven players with 20-plus homers. The only player with 20-plus homers in Major League Baseball to have a 300 batting average is Jordan Alvarez. That's it. That He's the only one to have a 300-plus batting average. Uh, three of the uh, seven have an under 240 batting average, which was even more mind-boggling of home run hitters right now. Uh, Garrett Whitlock is expected to return as a reliever. Thank you. Mayor, you got to be excited. Put him back. Put him in the closer role, yes, please. please. Get him back in that fire role, please. Uh, Injury-wise, Jazz Chisholm placed on the IL. I've always worried a little bit, Bubba, that I don't know if I want to tag him with the injury-prone stuff. Bogman's kind of relenting with me. He's an all-or-nothing player. He's hyper, hyper-aggressive. He's hi more hyper-aggressive than uh, Javi Baez. But he's got um, insane trajectory of how he swings a torque in his body. He's heavy pull. He's just, you know, balls-to-the-wall type of guy. And he's back on the IL. And I feel like this is kind of a trend for him. So do you have any long-season worries? I mean, he's been probably one of the best middle infielders on in all of baseball from a fantasy perspective. Yeah, I'm a, I'm a diehard uh, Chisholm guy. I was hard on him uh, draft-wise this season, so it stinks. I'm not super concerned because like he tried to play through it, and I'm just going to put him down and let him get fixed. Back stink because they, they they flare up easily, but you're not going to stop the way he plays. That's just who he is. And so yeah. this might be a yearly thing. Like you said, last year it was like the ankle and some other stuff. This year it's the back. So I'm good with him once he's back, but it definitely stinks. Neck back, all that. Other injuries, yeah. uh, Herman Marquez leaves the start due to a cut on his right thumb, says he couldn't grip the fastball. That's no bueno. Mookie Betts expected back before the All-Star break, so that's becoming a little bit more official on his return back. I believe he is fourth in betting currently. Uh, this, this would be something I would throw out to people that Mookie Betts is we've we've seen it this year. I think it was 14 homers in a month. I mean, second half of seasons, Mookie Betts can go nuts. He is fourth in betting on NL MVP right now, and he'll be back for all-star break for the entire second half. That's pretty good. Other injuries, Tyler Stevenson taking some batting practice on Wednesday. Seo Suzuki, who had been out here in Arizona actually training at the Sloan Complex, is beginning a rehab assignment in AAA today. Nick Lodolo is set to return to the rotation next week. Thank you. And Tyler Naquin going to begin a rehab assignment on Thursday injury-wise. Uh, also, I would throw out a Joe's Tough Guys or welsh's hardos if you will one of the two whichever one you want to go uh wonky pointed it out can we talk about how about josh naylor with his headbutt celebration on a helmet he god was it terry franco didn't he headbutt terry francona's helmet last I night think, in a celebration so. yeah it was pretty wild i i love naylor man the dude's awesome just absolutely amazing you know I've been around Naylor a whole bunch when he was like a Padre and then he got traded and stuff like that. I never saw this energy when he was out here in the AFL. I've seen him on the backfields. I feel like it's something that kind of picked up and then he knows it and recognizes it and carries it because he is insane. He, he's like yeah. insane energy. I got to love it. I think it's a great bit, uh, especially because I think it is a little bit bit ish. He's been kind of quiet. His brother, Bo Naylor, who's killing it right now. He's a catcher outfielder. Uh, it's going to be up pretty soon. Bo is more athletic, not quite as, you know, not like Josh Naylor sometimes, but this energy thing came out of absolutely nowhere and I love it. Can we talk about this, Bubba? Nick Castellanos is in danger of his first homerless month since September of 2015. That was a tweet by Mark Farzetta. No homers. I mean, he's got one day. He's got today. Be the first time since 2015. What is wrong with Nick Castellanos? 
I don't know. It's pretty wild. You know, maybe he needs a deep fly ball to left field with two outs or something <laughs> to uh, to get him going. But uh, are you yeah, a man of faith? It's it's crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. It's crazy because he's still hitting the ball like pretty well. It's just not elevating it. And uh, Great American Small Park usually helps with that. But he's um, but he's not there. He's in good old Citizens Bank, which is struggling as well. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. But Schwarber, maybe maybe Schwarber should like you know go major league and rub his bat against his bat and and see what happens. Dude, he absolutely he needs something. They need something a, in a, that, a live like, chicken. I don't know. I maybe yeah maybe um, I'm forgetting the name now. I always forget it. What's the 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 doll from Major League? The, oh, Joe Boo. Joe Boo. Yeah, Joe Boo. He needs like some Joe Boo. He needs something in there. He needs some milk or luck. He does have seven homers on the year, three stolen bases. But a pretty high strikeout rate. I mean, second highest since um, 2016 when he was at Detroit. Second worst batting average in his career, actually, on the season. And he's got an over 300 BABIP. So it's not like a major, major struggle. The power has just kind of been zapped a bit. Uh, it is the lowest ISO of his career except for, like, you know, a stupid 11-game stint in his uh, rookie debut. So you wouldn't count that. So, yeah, he needs to, like do anything possible maybe a break is going to be really good for him that's called mark grace yeah yeah well i mean what what is it going to look for here is it going to be drinking or is it going to be for home run calls that's the difference this day in baseball this day in baseball i pulled one i believe you know i didn't pull the date but i believe i remember correctly this is 1908 a good old 1908 reference for everybody uh cy young pitched his third career no-hitter in an 8-0 Boston win over New York. I like that we just talked cities on this. At 41 years old and three months. He was the oldest pitcher, obviously, to turn that no-hit, uh, that no-hitter, up until 1990, where Nolan Ryan beat him at the age of 43. I thought that was interesting. I wow. uh, love those old references, and he held that for 82 years. Uh, my math is correctly uh i have got a trivia question for you bubba i don't think if you're looking at it on this sheet you're I'm not allowed yes. all right you're not allowed so here's for the peanuts and cracker jacks trivia question shohei otani has 24 strikeouts over his last two outings pretty good who was the last angels right hander to strike out that many in consecutive starts so again otani 24 strikeouts the last over two outings the last Angels pitcher to have that many strikeouts over consecutive starts. Let's see what you guys got. Let's go through some stat heroes, though. Justin Verlander, big performance, and we will look, and I will give you guys some time while I do the stat heroes to see if we get some guesses in here. Should be actually kind of fun. Uh, stat heroes, Justin Verlander went eight, struck out six, only two hits on Wednesday. Mike Clevenger, I thought Clevy was going to get beat up a little bit. Uh, we had the double points home run call for rookies yesterday, and I went Alec Thomas just thinking Clevy's been a little inconsistent. Strikeouts have been good. He went six, gave up one hit, and struck out six. Bubba. I mean, Clevy is a dude. Clevy is kind of a dude, even though the inconsistencies are still out there. Yeah, he had a great CSW yesterday. The pitch mix was really strong. You're getting tons of whiffs. It was great to see. Now, just stay healthy, Clev. That's all we need. Just stay healthy. If you got to put in those French braids, it's all good, dude. Just stay healthy. Uh, Tywin Walker, seven and one third, struck out three, gave up four hits, but no earned run. Shohei Otani, we talked about 11 strikeouts and five and two thirds. Kyle Wright 
kind of back at it. Seven innings, he struck out four, gave up only one. On the hitter side for positives, Brian Reynolds was the big dog yesterday. Three for five, three homers with six RBI. Rowdy Telez had two bombs. Alex Verdugo, four RBIs, going two for five. Steven Kwan, are those counting stats by Steven wow. Kwan? Yes, he had a stolen base. He was three for four with a double, a stolen base, and three runs. Freddie Freeman, two for four with a bomb. And Wilson Contreras, Bogman was a day short. Three for four with a homer. Two doubles, two runs, and two RBI in here. Now, I believe JP got it, though he only put the name. So what was the first uh, this day in history? It was the oldest no-hitter since Cy Young. You know, Cy Young did it, whatever, 112 years ago, 114 years ago today. Then it was Nolan Ryan. Well, the last Angels pitcher to have consecutive 24 strikeouts over uh, two games was Nolan Ryan. It was Nolan Ryan again. And our boy Mike Mayer hit me up uh, in the chat before the show, and he's like, I got to tell you, I love this because his kid was named after Nolan Ryan, and he is a nice. Nolan Ryan guy. So I, I, I got to tell you, I didn't even plan to do back-to-back Nolan Ryans. I didn't notice it until Mayor even said it. I was like, oh, yeah, these are both Nolan Ryan. Wow. Things. I was going to give you, like, props for, for doing that, but apparently you just have a good accident. Wouldn't so, that have been amazing if I was, yes. like, that smart and I picked both of those and I'm like, hey, this will be super fun. I just didn't. They both were interesting to me, and and the trivia question was the one I found. And, you know, I probably should keep it to myself, and I should just, like, <laughs> be like, yeah, as me as a great host. I did a really good job, everybody. Uh, stat zeros nick vespi one third of an inning Ooh. giving up six earned <laughs> runs and six hits jesus cole irvin i don't like this one seven innings i do have him in a i think i have my al league and this was not good seven innings five earned runs uh five strikeouts and a walk what's wrong with your a's why are they i mean you're a giant my guy, a's right? that is well, so rude yeah you, what's, up, what's up with your dodgers so we want to go that route. Well, okay, but I'm just saying, like, in Bay Area. I'm the from A's, the Bay Area. The A's, so the like, A's, the A's are throwing in the towel. The A's are trying to move. It's garbage. Like, there's, I feel bad for any real A's fans out there. No, they, I mean, they don't really exist. They're, they're going to L, uh, Vegas if they yeah, are. Exactly. Um, Mitch Keller, four innings, five earned runs, give up nine hits, and uh, Herman Marquez couldn't make it to the fourth with five earned runs runs uh there were some zeros as far as hitters go and there's some big names vladimir guerrero 0 for 5 with three strikeouts you just do not see that that often that is not a common thing dansby swanson dans bay zero uh 0 for 4 three k's yamon now who is cooked 0 for 4 three strikeouts i couldn't be more out on yamon kata i'm with you, I'm with you. I, I used to be all in on him too and i am so far out on him uh, at this point jake Berger is just uh a better option for that and team. It's, and it's a shame that uh, drunk uncle Tony is platooning burger with sheets right now. It is ridiculous. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's a, we actually have just pointing if you're a white Sox fan, uh, we have one of our listeners, the one time boom King, he does parody songs. He sent in a white Sox parody song and it is, it'll drop today. It is a, it is a wild one, but agreed. Uh, everything they do is frustrating. And you know, you seeing, you know, I mean, it's hard to not have Moncada out there. It's just, you wish they could adjust to him, move, move him off. But fantasy wise, burger's just a better option. It just agreed. doesn't really make sense. Um, Brandon Marsh, 0 for three, three strikeouts, copy and paste that one. Paul Goldschmidt, zero, 0 for four, two Ks. Bo Bichette, 0 for five with two Ks. He has been frustrating and 0 for five with two Ks for Tim Anderson. So a lot of big names on there. Missing a lot of baseballs. Friends, it is home run time. Yesterday, we had the rookie uh, two points, extra points for the rookie calls. It did not work out in my favor, Ugh, but it worked out 
in Mike Mayer's favor. Yep, you can see it over there. 22 bombs because he was able to jump in with Joe Pizapia because he got those double points. He picked Julio Rodriguez. I just selfishly, and what garbage by me, forgot to even mention Mayer's pick uh, yesterday. He had Julio Rodriguez. Uh, I Bogman had the man we don't speak of on the Pirates. And I had Alec Thomas. As far as taking advantage, Deeplum did the best job because High Cubby did not move. He had Adley. Larry had Bobby Witt. But Deeplum took Julio and was able to jump in to tied for third place. Very impressive with title chaser. As the home run calls move on, Mike Mayer jumped up. And uh, Elskel, I think, was the only other person to hit a homer that is on the top board. So congratulations to everybody on that front. And you know where that takes us, my friends. That takes us to the king of betting for kings and queens. Yes, there's no crown uh, today except for the tiara for me. When you use our special offer, promo code leading off over on BetMGM, you're going to make some money. All you got to do is bet 10 bucks. You're going to win $200 regardless of what happens. Maybe you'll also win your bet, and that'll be awesome. Go download the app. Go to betmgm.com if you need to. Promo code leading off and get betting. Get betting on these props. Bubba, do you like my tiara is the question. It's you're beautiful. not commenting on it. I was letting you get your 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 spiel yeah. out there. It's, it's beautiful. It's absolutely do look, beautiful. Do I look beautiful? Do I look pretty? You look oh so pretty. Thank you. That's all I'm looking for. You know what? Since you said that, I'm going to just wear this through my props, okay? Uh, (laughs) Joe's got the big manly crown, and uh, as JP said, this is what we should call it, the Daily Princess That's phenomenal. You need like a whole thing, a whole production for this. (laughs) Look at Mayor (laughs) Bubba keeping a straight face when he put on the TR. I got to tell you, I was actually kind of waiting for you to break, and you weren't, and that was distracting me. I'm a a pro. You are say? Very, I'm very proud of you. Uh, Bubba, let's see what you think of my props today. Number one on the board on K's. I went through just a host of them, and I just don't love a lot. There's a couple you could just take a gamble with. The only one that I really got locked into was my boy Logan Gilbert, who is going against your A's. Your A's, Bubba. He's struck out six in each of his last three games. Logan Gilbert has. His prop today is at five and a half. It's not juice like you think it would. Um, I mean, it's in the like one minus 130s. But the A's are about middle of the pack in strikeouts. Logan Gilbert's just a beast and a monster. And this is probably my favorite K prop one of the day. Uh, you like you like you some Logan Gilbert? Yep, we're yep. When we get to that. DFS picks, we will talk about Logan Gilbert. So I, I love Logan Gilbert today. The A's is a team you want to target every time you can. Okay, that's that is my uh, my A plus princess prop of the day. So my print my princess tiara prop of the day is Logan Gilbert, my number one favy. Um, I kind of really going down the barrel on my next two, so you know I was doing some digging. Number two, I like the total base marker for Brandon Drury today over on BetMGM. They've got the best odds at minus one twenty. You get your one and a half total base over. He has six straight games of hitting this one and a half over. He's also in seven of his last eight as well. He's got a two for five career against Hendricks. Hendricks Hendricks has just been kind of a struggle in general. And Brandon Jury has been pretty, pretty hot. So I like the Brandon Jury total base marker. And I went, oh, you know what? I forgot. I did do one other K prop. JT Brubaker, who has hit the five strikeout marker in four straight starts today. It is at four and a half. It's a little bit juiced. Milwaukee's bottom seven in strikeouts. And those are my picks. That is... Not the pretty, it's not as pretty as me and my Tierra type of group of uh, of dudes today, right? Yep. 
Yep, it's it's not yeah. as pretty. It's a rough day though. Like like when we like I said we'll get the DFS. It's not the uh, it's not juicy. That's for sure. Yeah. Oh, and Wonky even said uh, yep, wind blowing out. That's in Wrigley a big thing. Today. It's it's hot and windy in Wrigley. So pray for Hendricks and Ashcraft. That is going to work for me. Well, you know what? Why don't we get right to it? DFS picks. Bubba was kind enough to get us a few dudes. I did pick some lineup, uh, some stacks, if you will. I did pick Cincinnati. You're talking about the wind blowing out. I kind of like Philly and San Diego. Those are my three player stacks like Cincy, Brandon Drury, and Kyle Farmer I might be going with. Mitchell White can be fine, for, but I kind of like picking up a couple San Diego guys and just Philly in general. Uh, but what do you like on the DFS slate tonight for pitchers and hitters? Uh, for pitchers, especially on DK, Logan Gilbert at 9,500 is really, really strong. It's Oakland. I like him on FanDuel as well at 10-4. If you're paying up, we talked about the, the strikeout prop. The A's offense is just dreadful. Uh, so so pick them early and often. But I don't mind going like on DK with an Aaron Nola to be contrarian. If you want to pay up, he's just consistent. Because you like usually six or more innings. Yeah. As long as he doesn't have to blow up, he gets tons of strikeouts. There's a lot to like there with Nola. His and- strikeout prop today, too. I was su- like, I don't like to take seven and a half a whole lot. Ooh, I'll only do prop. it with Shane McClellan. Clanahan and Cease, that's a problem, but it's probably going to hit uh, against Atlanta. Like, it's probably going to hit. I think that you could be comfortable taking it. I just wouldn't put it on like my record of markers and stuff like that, but it's a relatively comfortable one because he's been striking out an insane clip and it is against one of the worst strikeout teams in baseball. Yeah. And then Mitch white can be a cheap punt. Like if you want, but on Fandle, I didn't want to bring up Jeffrey Springs is getting the start. Toronto's a great offense, but you're getting a good discount on Springs at 8,600 bucks on Fandle. So lots of strikeout upside there against it. And Toronto look at how uh, interesting. Yeah. I was about to say, look at Toronto. Like we were talking about that K's left and right. I mean, mm-hmm. I think what was it? Vlad and, yesterday went yep. a combined 0 for 10 with five strikeouts i think it is totally. so that's actually really not a bad one yeah and then for when it comes to bats like i like your stacks uh, i'm gonna really target that cincinnati chicago game love cincy against Hendricks, but uh, chicago could be fun because most won't go there they'll go to cincy but i love india and vado they're a very cincy is just a great value on both sites today so it'll allow you to pay up for pitching uh, I like the the Pirates. Again, I keep rolling with them. You can go back to Reynolds, but you got Vogelbach. You got uh, Bly Madras has been very good. They're very affordable. But if you want one uh, pay-up spot that'll be different, probably low rostered on this slate, Seattle going up against a rookie pitcher for Oakland. Uh, Julio mm. and Winker are swinging really hot bats, very expensive. So most will you know, roster the Dodgers or somebody else. So you can get some low ownership on um, – Seattle and uh, ha- have a nice, really contrarian look to the slate if you want to go that direction. You know, for the home run call today, I actually almost went Julio Rodriguez, and so that would have been a back to back, you know, double dong type of situation over two days. I moved away from it, and I'm actually going to go with our total base guy today. Wind blowing out. Give me Brandon Drury. This is probably the furthest down I've picked. I, I know I had one earlier in the year that was wildly weird, but I'm going to go with Brandon Drury today for my home run call just out of left field. Joe has still got Jordan Alvarez, which isn't super great. Our boy Mayer is going with Patrick Wisdom, so he's kind of playing playing the same thing, and Mayer is up near the board. Uh, What do you got, Bubba? Who are you going to jump in with? Side note, Patrick Wisdom, I think, is a phenomenal tournament player. I'm going Joey Votto, the lefty going up against Hendricks. Votto's been uh, heating up since he came off a COVID IL. And I think with that wind blowing out and the weather at Wrigley, we're going to see a lot of fly balls going deep, deep, deep. So give me some Joey Votto. I call him Sir Joey Votto because he's Sir. from Canada. Uh, BVP, I think he's got the highest home run uh, track record against anybody today. But, you know, he's also 100 years old and as is Kyle Hendricks. Hey, we so. don't age shame, okay? 
No, we we don't. We don't. We 100 percent don't because we're getting up there. Uh, Bubba on Twitter at BD Intrick. What do you got to promote? Bench with Bubba. What's up in your world, real quick? Yeah, Bench with Bubba. Writing two times a week for a fantasy pros. Check that out, and uh, just so much more fun. I do a DFS show Monday through Friday as well. So just f- follow me on Twitter. You'll get all my good stuff. But check out Bench with Bubba. I'd appreciate it. I, for, I always forget too. Yeah, you are a fantasy pros family. So uh, getting on yep. the podcast, we've done plenty, but I think this is your first time on leading off. Sorry, it was with yep. me and not with Joe Pizapia. Ugh, I apologize about that. It's okay. Uh, there's, too much, there's too much glare when both of us are on the screen at the same time. That's <laughs> not a bad point. Joe is back tomorrow. I will tell you, there were no new submissions today for the Joe Photoshop contest. So I've only got the three. I've only got uh, Cooley Joe, uh, which was one. We've got the Devil's Reject or Devil's Advocate, whichever one it was, the Car Salesman Joe, and then um, Joe DeGrom. Those are the only three that I have on the hair contest. So if you guys want, come and check out the premium Discord. You can get in on the Home Run Contest. You can get in in the Welsh AMA, which, by the way, I should be doing my uh, stages today at 5 p.m. Eastern. So come and hang out with me. Like, you know, keep me busy please uh 5 p.m eastern and you guys can in the ama welsh you can post a picture of your photoshop and we will present them to joe on friday's show bubba you did fantastic thank you so much for hanging out with me i appreciate you my friend always my friend if you guys ever need help just let me know and i will do my best to be there Peanuts and Cracker Jacks, thank you so much for hanging out hopefully you guys had a good time thank you for letting me fill in for the rest of the week but you got me and joe coming back tomorrow let's go win some money let's go do some stuff the story of the game goes on. I'm not going to do Joe's thing. I'm I was about to we'll go, wow. Yeah, no, I'm not going to do Joe's thing. We're not going to be silly about that. Love you all, friends. We'll talk to you again right here on Leading Off on Fantasy Pros tomorrow. Peace out.